Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, episode 12. I'm Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is my best friend, Bryce DeWitt. Best friend status. Yes. Best friend. How does it make you feel? Oh, pretty precious. No, that's great. No, I feel like a diamond. Now, Bryce, we're on episode 12, so that means we're um, old enough to drink. <laughs> At 12? At 12. <laughs> Oh, you see the kids around? They're getting around with their whiskey and their cap- Oh, yeah. You know, a couple of years' time, kids will be drinking at eight. Yeah, the Captain Morgans, you know. Yeah. It's all good stuff. Their, cru- their cruisers will upgrade to Captain Morgans. Wow. Oh. The, the harder kids than I ever was. <laughs> That's a bit of bit of a jump, but... That is a bit of a jump. Whatever. So, Bryce, we're talking about our favourite video game soundtracks today. Yep. Uh, i got, got a couple of things to talk about prior, I think, don't we? Uh, nah, not really. Not really? Nah. Just going to go on the soundtrack? Yeah, I reckon. I, we've been talking about what we're going to do. Obviously, our communication's been terrible, but I reckon we might just <laughs> jump straight into it. Hey, it's just the day for it. It's just the day for it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. It, uh, it's a, a good day to talk about a soundtrack. So, we'll... We'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go... <laughs> wow, I am off today. We'll uh, go, into a, we'll go into a bit of a entry summary type thing here. Um, so we wanted to do this the other week. Yes, thanks, man. <laughs> we wanted to do this the other week with a guest, but unfortunately couldn't make it, and uh, that sucks. But you know, all's well. Now stuff him. Doesn't want to come on the show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we're calling you out, dude. Yeah, we're calling you out, Riley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's something obviously that we want uh, that drives us to play games as well you know if if a game doesn't have a good soundtrack it makes it a lot harder to play I find mm, especially these days like I'm the type of person that like downloads a whole whole soundtrack and listens through the whole thing oh hell yeah I, I pick songs from soundtrack and put them on repeat yeah same <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I'm one of those people that uh, loves loves some of the stuff that comes out of video games so you know it's it's definitely one of the things that I wanted to talk about at some point and it just suppose it just happens that we're mm. going to do it this week um we'll probably preview some of the tracks that we talk about in this episode so yeah we, you'll be able to hear them as we talk about them which will be uh it's a uh, pretty uh pretty mm. technologically advanced yes <laughs> no, <laughs> i'm just worried about the editing part but oh <laughs> uh, no we'll get around to that um it they'll, they'll more than likely be played lightly in the background so if if you're uh interested um you can listen to them while we're speaking in your ear holes and you can check them out via Googling them, I guess. Yeah. So, we'll start with you, Bryce. What is your number one first pick? Well, I haven't got any mine, uh, any mine in particular order. Um, actually, actually, what we should do is, it's a Nintendo podcast. Obviously, Mario music is some of the most iconic in video games. Do you have a Mario? I do have a Mario list? pick. Yeah, I absolutely okay. have a Mario pick. Um so a lot of people would expect you to pick you know Mario Galaxy something that's orchestrated mm. stuff like that delicious but the most iconic Mario tracks for me are the ones from Super Mario World mm. um, they're the ones that get stuck in my head almost consistently I could play that game to death I, I love Super Mario World um, 
and it doesn't matter how much I go back to it or get that get those songs stuck in my head they just repeat over and over I think they're just some of um, Nintendo's more iconic work you see it you see it used in a lot of online content as well <laughs> yes you know um, it's yeah it's just one of those things whether, whether it be Super Mario 3 um, music or Super Mario World they're, they're generally the tracks that come out the most because obviously the orchestrated music is a bit more harsh on tone nowadays mm. you know you use that kind of soundtrack nowadays and they're usually quick to jump on it but um, yeah. what do you think of it though? I, I think it's fantastic like all the Mario games um, especially in the uh, 8-bit and uh, 16-bit era they've all got their own distinct like vibes and soundtracks absolutely and yep. it, it's like you can't talk about video game music without discussing Mario I feel like you know obviously it's the most well known one of the most well known themes in the entertainment period well, absolutely let alone video games like it's just I mean you you look at the places that use just the Mario theme for parodies in like popular culture like media all that sort of thing it, it's just one of those things that pop up nowadays and it, even even sound bites from Mario make their pop nowadays yeah yeah just like the one up like the sound. one up the coin you know yeah. it, it all makes it pop up in popular culture because everybody knows it and they're just like ooh, you know, ooh. it just makes everything look a little bit more appealing because that's you know that's something that clicks to everybody's ears yeah it's, it's like whistling essentially <laughs> somebody somebody whistles it catches your ears you're just like whoa sort of thing <laughs> it's not anything special I guess in comparison to the good old Mario coin blink or anything like that but it's it's the same sort of vibe that you get from it I feel that um, yeah and it's the same can be said to the music as it was the sound bites people people love Mario music I don't I don't think there's anything bad to say about it I don't think you could ever say Mario music was shit at any point in history <laughs> you know it's my, most of the time it's cheery when it wants to be it can be a little bit creepy when it wants to be it can be scary if it wanted to you know um, look at stuff like God Luigi's Mansion music or Boo's Haunted Mansion in Mario 64 or yeah you know, um, but it just so happens that I suppose that Super Mario World has one of my favourites yeah what's uh, what's one of, like what are some of your favourite tracks from the game from Mario World yeah um, mainly I right now if anything is to be playing it would be the Star Road theme um, I like the upbeat tones that Riding Yoshi gives to just about <laughs> every every single map stage yeah. obviously and that's the thing with the soundtrack like you know when you're riding Yoshi just from the sound of it oh yeah yeah because it's got so that good. little extra that little extra bongo beat to it yeah it's great and um the haunted house theme haunted ship theme is also in there for me as well because mm. I think it's one of the more ominous tones uh, from the Mario series yeah and when you're looking for, like looking through each door and like you're lost and the music just sort of hits at home as well yeah you're yeah. just like oh god it's a scary place I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, definitely. Um, I, I played I played the game to death in in my childhood, and if I could ever get it out of my head, I'd be probably a saner person. Mm. But <laughs> in saying that, yeah, no, absolutely. I I enjoyed every moment of Mario World, and I will do so until I hit ninety and die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever age I decide. You think you're gonna live to ninety? Oh, God knows, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't lie to you. Probably not. If I'd be lucky to. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Morbid tones. Alright. Can I use that as a segue? Yeah, you can use that as a segue. So I was thinking, like, obviously I've got to include a Mario track. Yep. And it's so hard it was so hard for me to decide, is it the 
original theme? Is it the underground theme? Is it the theme for Peach's Castle on Mario 64? Like, all, all these games have such iconic music, it's hard to um, narrow it down. But eventually, I um, narrowed it down to a Gusty Garden Galaxy from the uh, first Super Mario Galaxy. And the reason I chose this one is just because of sort of the scope it, like it gives you when you first go into that game. When you first go into that game, that music kicks in, and you just see all like, like the gal- like the little levels throughout the, uh, throughout the world. And yep. I was like, holy shit! Like, this isn't like at the time next gen Mario. Big thing, mm. massive thing. I, th- I I do vaguely remember the world you're talking about. The unfortunate part is I don't remember the music, so I have to listen to it later. <laughs> but Mario Ga- Mario Galaxy soundtrack in general is definitely one of the best orchestrated soundtracks I've ever had in a video game it's crazy how good it is I, I played so much Mario Galaxy 1 that I did not want to play Galaxy 2 <laughs> I played so much of it but I enjoyed every moment of it too um, and the music was a big contribution to that because um, for a while it did get stuck in my head and I absolutely loved it yeah um, you know Problems aside, of Mario Galaxy One, it dis- the soundtrack the soundtrack was not one of them. Absolutely, mm, for sure. Like it's uh, th- that is one of the soundtracks I listen to again and again and again. I think I literally had it on repeat on my iPod. I just yep. had it in my ears throughout the day at school. I don't know if that makes me a, a music man or a nerd. Probably a bit of both. Audio nerd. Audio nerd. Just a goddamn nerd. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can't fault you on that because, to be honest, if I could listen to video game tracks more, I probably would. Yeah. It's, um, like, I, I'm one of those people that nowadays is like, I pick up my phone, I've got Spotify, I've got, you know, all that, all that stuff there ready to go, and I'll just listen to that. I listen to podcasts as well sometimes on occasion, you know, going for a drive or whatever. Um, it's, it's not always on my commute because I don't have, a, have the time to listen to a complete podcast. Yeah. But, um, when I think of video game music and I'm just like it gets stuck in my head and then I'm like damn when I get home that's yeah that's going straight on the computer so I'll listen to it remember on Spotify there's lots of video game soundtracks actually on Spotify uh, absolutely there is but you know when when I think of video game soundtracks generally I will search for them and I will not find them so I end oh, up listening yeah. to stuff like parodies you know stuff like that to get my fix metal remixes eh? metal remixes <laughs> you know it, Anything, anything to curb the itch. I feel, you know, but um, you know, it it still doesn't replica- replicate stuff like Mario Galaxy. Mario Galaxy is, you know, in in its raw form, its soundtrack is just beautiful, and yeah, you, it doesn't matter how many times you try to remix that, it's not the same. Just thinking about it, I can't think of a better soundtrack. Like I'm sure there are, but that that just really captures like. The creativity of Nintendo, I feel. It captures it captures the universe too in a non um, pun sense, you know. Um, <laughs> it the worlds you're in and stuff like that, you know. The music flows well with them, and it's they they have thematic music for like the lava worlds, like they did in the past. But now they sound absolutely beautiful with this big orchestrated sound sound to them, and it's yeah, absolutely drives it's, it home. set the bar for all the other Nintendo games, but. No, took place after it as well. Oh, to push it up, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. at that point, Twilight Princess only had like a, a MIDI soundtrack, which was great. But it, like Mario Galaxy, really just brought the bar right up. Yep, 
Absolutely. Yeah, pushed it up big time. Yeah. Do you want to read the next one on your list, though? Next one on my list. Yes. Uh, which one would that be, Bryce? The top one? Uh, yeah, go from the top. Uh, this, this soundtrack's from a game which uh, really took me by surprise on all fronts, really. Because uh, the reviews came out and it was about... Uh, there was a lot of uh, complaining about the controls. Right. And I didn't... I enjoyed the game so much that um, I actually didn't run into any problems with the controls because I was just invested in the game. And that game is Kid Icarus Uprising on the 3DS. And this game was... Uh, it was really special to me because it's... Um, I'm a big pit like user in Super Smash Bros. But you never really had anything to <laughs> relate back to. Yeah, because you, you go back and play the original Kid Icarus, and obviously there's not much story. Yeah, yeah, and you don't feel pit from that pit because it doesn't feel like the same pit. It's going from something yeah. brand new to something old. That, yeah, it's an old asset. And like as I, as I got through the game, I like loved the music, and actually has since it's by Sakurai, he actually had like you can actually listen to the soundtrack in an option in the game. And I found myself just closing the. Ready ass, putting in my pocket, putting the headphones in, just listening to it again and again. And one of my favourite songs from that is actually the one from the first boss, which is like super. I don't know if you can remember it, but it's like super energetic. It's really hard to remember because I I loved Kid, I loved Kid Icarus Uprising, and I spent a lot of time like messing with weapon stats and stuff like that. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, it was really good, and I loved Kid Icarus Uprising. I don't, I never really got all the complaints about all the controls and stuff. To be honest, it's not that bad. If I went back to it, I'd probably be like, oh, I thought using the stylus. Well, nah, I don't think it, I don't think it was bad as, as, as bad as people say. And, like, Kid Icarus Uprising in general was a really cool game. Yeah. Um, the story was so good. Like, I, I was blown away by the story. Yeah, the story I, was really good. If I went back to it now, maybe not. I don't know. But... Oh, just, you know, there's integral moments, in the, integral moments in that game to make you go, whoa, like, whether it be from Medusa to Hades. You know, um, it was just one of those games that made the 3DS pop out really early. Maybe yeah. not for maybe not for everyone. Maybe not for everyone, but for people that were like, I'm interested in seeing more about Pit, yeah, and Palutena and stuff like this. Characters that became more present in Smash Bros. Mm. You know, it was a really interesting thing for it to come out, and I, 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 I did. I played the crap out of it. Um, I think I still have it. Sure, if I do, <laughs> I hope I do because I do feel like playing it again at some point. But it is, it is definitely um, one of the shiners of the 3DS. Yeah, just like all, all the themes for the characters for, from Dark Pit, that was an awesome thing. Yep. Uh, like Hades, he turned out to be one of my favourite villains because he's just really. Oh, I just, I remember wanting him in Smash Bros. so much. Yeah, same. I wanted him in Smash I've, 4. I voted for him in the, in the vote for the DLC character. I voted for Hades. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I wanted him in Smash 4. Uh, he was. He was a really uh, well-rounded character. He was kind of like that cocky sort of like pity boy. <laughs> you know, he he was that he was that cocky like rich-sounding yeah villain that I love. Um, I mean, the voice acting was great in this game. Oh, the voice acting was so good. And they just they talked all the time. Some people hated that, but they. I loved it. So did I. I liked that. Like you're always getting feedback as you're going through the level. Oh yeah, so much personality, yeah. Yeah. and like the different gods and stuff like that. You know, for Reedy and. Um, God, that's one that starts with P. Phosphora? Yeah. I can't remember. I think it's Phosphora. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Phosphora. But, you know, just the dialogue from characters like that, like back and forth, and, you know, it was really good. And I really hope we do eventually see an Uprising sequel worthy Mm. of the name. 
I really do because it, it, it was definitely one of my favourites or maybe on Switch oh god that yes would be, that would be so I good I love that because on Smash Bros I find myself just playing the Kid Icarus levels just for the music yeah absolutely um and that that the, that boss fight music I've actually put like 100% to get it on that level yeah now you can do that yeah but I won't always listen to it when I play Smash Bros <laughs> Yeah, no, it's definitely definitely um, a gem of the 3DS with a really great soundtrack. I remember it being good. I just wish I remembered more of it. It's been a while. Well, yeah, especially when you again when when you think back to soundtracks, I think the ones that stick with you are the ones that are repetitive. Yeah, probably like if you're like grinding in a game and it's just like again and again and again. Yeah. It's those, especially those repetitive themes that stick with you, like an overworld theme or something like that. And that's generally the most you remember of a game, unless it really captures you or it's very simple music. Mm. You know, then that's when uh, you start to fall a bit. It's um, hard to remember much else about Kid Icarus other than. You know. For me, because that's the thing that I heard all the time playing Smash Bros and stuff. So when I think of Kid Icarus, that's the first soundtrack that pops in my head. Actually, I don't know if you put this on yours, but what about Final Destination from Smash Bros. Brawl? You know, I wish I put it on there to some <laughs> degree. We would have heard that more than any song in our whole lives. I think putting Smash Bros. on there is kind of cheating. It is way. cheating, that's why I haven't done it either. Yeah. But Final Destination, that is just from Smash Bros.? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So maybe that wouldn't be cheating, but... I love, I love the Final Destination thing. What's the next on yours? Steering me away. Yep. So if this one wasn't obvious already, if you're a frequent, li- uh, frequent listener of the podcast, uh, it's kind of a mashup of two series and then one pick soundtrack of them. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie 2 soundtracks. Uh, the song I picked, though, uh, was Treasure Trove Cove. So, you won't be able to talk much on this one, so I'm going to spiel about it. Yeah, I'll uh, <laughs> pour myself a whiskey. <laughs> so, um, I love I, I love Grant Kirkhope as a composer. Um, I find a lot of cheer and love in the music that he does. Follow that guy on Twitter, he's a riot. <laughs> you know, Grant, Grant Kirkhope is a really good guy, uh, and I wish to talk to him one day, that'd be so cool, but... Um, just the stuff that he put in his N64 games was really good. Um, you know, GoldenEye soundtrack, the Banjo series. You know, he he didn't work with. I'm more than sure he didn't work with Conker. Actually, yeah, I'm definitely sure he didn't work with Conker. But just something about Grant's music that sticks with you, um, and especially in Banjo, there's like those. It doesn't feel like the music thematically changes a hell of a lot, but. Um, it's bouncy, it's catchy, and it's something that stuck with me. The reason I chose Treasure Trove Cove is probably because it's one of the levels I spent the most time in. Um, I really love Click Clockwood as well. Uh, Click Clockwood is an interesting theme because it changes with the seasons. Um, so there's definitely a specialty to it that there. But um, yeah, apart from that, uh, Treasure Trove Cove is a bouncy sort of like musical tropical-esque theme that I absolutely love. <laughs> and uh, don't you dare jump in the water, otherwise you get Jaws music. And that's not fun. <laughs> you get the actual Jaws music? Uh, it's like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Okay, yeah. You get chased by a shark. 
it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some nice stuff in there. Oh, you really need to play it one day. You need to get around to it. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure I put it on my to-do list. Yeah, well, I mean, it can be an it can be an eight-hour game or it could be a twenty-hour game. It depends on how much effort you want to put into it. Hell, hell it could be a four-hour game if you don't hunt for all the jiggies and stuff. But um, I won't. <laughs> you know, when you look at it from that perspective, like it's definitely one of my favourite three um, D platformers of its age. Yeah, um, it's got some of the f- some of the funnest music on the N sixty four, and um, you know, just there's not a lot, there's not a lot other than to say about it. it's charming. It's charming in its own special way, and the soundtrack is the thing that really adds to it. Uh, anybody that in- that anybody that enjoyed banjo, the soundtrack generally sticks with it. It's uh, something that Grant Kirkhope is really good at, and yeah, <laughs> there's not much else I can say on the matter. I guess I just really love Andrew and its music. That's fair enough. Because just from what I've heard, I really like to, but I can't speak too much of it. So I haven't played it. Yeah. You ha- you haven't ha- played it properly. I've played it. You don't have to play. You don't have to play Tui because Tui's a little bit of a slog. It's a good game. Tui's a good game, but it's a little bit of slog in comparison to the. What makes it more of a slog? It's longer. And it feels longer. There's a lot more story context to the side missions and stuff. Just what you want yeah. in the game, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, being that way, it makes the game a lot heavier. Yeah. So you've got to invest more time into it to get the more out of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Banjo is very straightforward. You're focusing on one goal, one mission, and you're good. But everything about it is also fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a time that doesn't change. So my next one is uh, from probably my favourite series, which is the Pokemon series. Uh, this was another hard one for me to pick because I I'm, I've listened to the soundtracks on every single game, every single generation, probably th- right through again and again from Gen One to Seven. Now is it Seven? Yeah, it's up yeah. to Seven. Jesus Christ! I haven't listened to Seven much. I'm not a big fan of um the new new soundtrack. Which is sad to say, but anyway, there's something different. <laughs> um, I ch- so I I nailed it down. What well, my favourite song from the Pokemon series is the Champion Battle from a, a Gold and Silver or Heart Gold and Soul Silver when it was remade. Like this is such a good song. It's an excellent pick. Some some nights I just find myself looking at remix after remix after remix on SoundCloud, just going through again and again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Like it just like represents like. Like the hype when you actually get to the final champion. Yeah, yeah, it does. Because it's also, I don't, I'm not sure whether it changed in HD in a sense, but um, it's definitely the same theme for Red in GSC. Yeah, yeah it's the same. And um, GSC is my favourite uh, game sort of trio of the series. Gold Silver Crystal. Yeah. Um, and. The wild Pokemon battle, uh, the wild Pokemon battle themes and gym league themes and all that stuff that all sticks in my head from back then as well. Uh, I have a, I have a second uh, close second favoritism for Gen Five. Yeah, um, I really like Gen Five. Whether people hate it or love it, I think it's great. Black Two and White Two are personally one of my favorite. Uh, personally, personally one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed the, enjoyed the music from them as well. But more about uh, HDSS. Um, it was definitely a well-deserved uh, upgrade. 
Yeah, for sure. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver are definitely uh, worthy worthy successes to the previous. Obvious. And it's so good that there's a um, an item in the game that actually actually allows you to have all the sound all, all the old sound effects. That is one of my favorite features of that game, because while I do love the music in its new form, I miss the classic music. Like even yeah. just the Kanto Wild Battle theme yeah. is so good. Oh, it just it brings that little nostalgic piece of my mind and just pushes it forward, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Just the thing, like when I when I'm talking about the Pokemon music, it's just it's all so iconic to me. I can like pinpoint what generation it's from what music it is yeah because mm. probably like probably my f- like favourite overall soundtrack probably is just um uh, Ruby Sapphire Emerald just because that was my first game and it probably is the most nostalgic to me yeah, yeah. absolutely god it's good oh it, it yeah, def- I, was to- I was tossing up between this and the Battle Frontier music like a bu- you know Emerald yep that's oh. awesome Ruby Sapphire Emerald is really good for it too. You are right in saying that you can pick out a generation's music by listening to it, like yeah. initially. Like every every generation has their own sort of bounce and vibe to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the most the most memorable are probably Gen Two and Gen Three for me because of the, those are the ones that I spent the most time with growing up. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, in more recent years, Gen Five is definitely one of my favourites. It's it's really hard to see where, where the Pokemon company is going and Game Freak are going moving forward with Pokemon because I can't find too much that's memorable about Sun and Moon that no, maybe won't buy yeah. the next purchase. No, not the guy, really. I don't really like the music too much. I don't really like much about any of it. I'm, I'm not sure what it is, but um, th- there's, there's a lot to love in maybe Pokemon designs and stuff, I guess, but we didn't really... As somebody who speaks, like, from looking at a competitively viable standpoint, I guess, there wasn't anything special to bring, bring to the competitive scene except for maybe, like, Delmise or Toxapec. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. You know, I, th- I felt like we were enjoying it as we were going through it, though. Absolutely, yeah. But that could be just the boisterous, wondrous charm. That's true. Of a Pokemon game. But, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what they I just out. felt disappointed once I finished it. I'm like, well, I've really got nothing to do. Yeah, again. I caught, it, the, I caught the legendaries. I'm like, well, that's great. But where's the, where's the battle frontier, guys? We missed the battle frontier. Not 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 like the battle tower. We want a literal battle frontier from Emerald in every single game. Yeah, just more shit to earn. It's just something just, to do, guys. Just give us the battle frontier, please. I don't care if like the climb is like 54s for a silver medal than 100 for a gold. I don't care. I no, I do. I just yeah. More endgame content Pokemon, along with more good music. Well, what's one of your favourite Pokemon tracks? One of my favourite Pokemon tracks. Um, this is a hard one, actually. It is a hard one. This is a hard one because there is there is a ton of good Pokemon music. Um, yeah, just every generation's gym leader battle, every generation's battle music, every generation's trainer battle music. <laughs> so there's a lot there. Yeah, when you think about it. But the one thing, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out the one thing that's popping up in my mind right now. Uh, and you might think, why the hell that one? And it's probably just because it's stuck in my mind because I was thinking about it. But um, the wild Pokemon music from Black uh, Black Two White. Struggling to think of that one. Yeah, but actually, no. All of them. Haha. No, I think I've got the perfect one. Uh, Neo Plasma thing. Oh, yeah. 
Love it. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Neoplasma theme was one of my favourite little theme upgrades from uh, black white to black white, uh, black two white two. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's one of my favourite um, conflicts in a Pokemon storyline as well. I felt um, also that was probably the, one of the better and uh, one of the better. I wouldn't call it an end game because you can access it from the middle of the game, but one of the better um, side game things as well. Which was the Pokemon tournament? You could go back and face old gym leaders and their Pokemon, like old champions and their Pokemon. So that was fantastic, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Like that was great. You could go and do that whenever you wanted to, and it's just a bunch of fun. Like it, it's one of those things that Pokemon needs more of, but they seem to be putting a lack of in. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, let's let's. Well, just since just since the 3DS games came out, they're just going for like really going for kids instead of. They are, yeah. But they're, they're really targeting kids rather than... But are kids super enjoying this in comparison to what kids were enjoying back in our day? I, 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 I'm, I I'm not you. sure. I could tell you. I don't really know many kids who play it. I guess so. It's mainly... Well, that, that's the other thing as well. People like us, yeah. Yeah, exactly. When you look when you look at it from that perspective, like, there's more people on uh, YouTube and stuff playing it nowadays, obviously, with the technology that's around. And... Yeah, they're all early 20s like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, it is one of their favourite series and they grow up with it, and I'm sure they've had their uh, little time of, oh, I don't want Pokemon anymore because I'm a cool kid. Yeah. And then they've grown <laughs> out of that again. They're like, what the fuck am I kidding? <laughs> I love Pokemon. <laughs> Always have. Love you. I love you, Pikachu. <laughs> Please be mine forever. Pikachu. <laughs> right, next one. Next one? Okay, so the next one on my list. Um, so I, I also talk about this game a lot. Um, or games, rather. Um, again, bundled together. Uh, I'm going to talk about Xenoblade, Xenoblade soundtracks for a while. Oh, yes, go for it, boy. So, again, something else you can't really talk on. Get around to it. <laughs> what are you doing with the other? What are you doing? Just like laying in the corner, <laughs> blinking. Uh, I'm confident you'll get around to it eventually. Um, oh, thanks, man. So, I've I, I can mention numerous times about how impressive Xenoblade Chronicles is and uh, why it bypassed expectations for the Wii in so many so many different ways that I never thought it would. Um, it's not something else. You, it's not something you can really find on the Wii. Um, there's games that did things in their own right better, like, you know, Twilight Princess or Mario Galaxy or God Mario Kart, if you're really into that, I suppose it's not the best oh. Mario Kart out of the lot, but um, they, you know, they pushed their own limits and boundaries and stuff like that, but Xenoblade did something I never would have expected for the Wii, and um, it did something really good for the Wii U as well, no matter how many people didn't pick it up, because unfortunately... You know, where you ended up as it did. Um, but not only do I think that the that both of the games have great soundtracks, but I just think that the way that they're used is fantastic as well. Um, it's going to be a bit of a controversial pick on one what one I'm focusing on because a lot of people would be like, "Ah, oh, go you know, Xenoblade this track," or you know, you think of like the boss battle themes and stuff like that from Xenoblade One. They pop up in Smash Bros. And, you know, that type of thing, but I'm actually aiming towards one of the Xenoblade X themes because I feel like there are some gems in that soundtrack that I absolutely love, and this one would be the Uncontrollable, um, which is the theme when you are versing Tyrant Monsters, mm-hmm. which are overworld boss monsters. Um, 
this theme gets me hyped to kill big monsters. <laughs> it really does. Um, I would absolutely love to play more of X, and I'm, I'm going to. I'll probably stream a lot of it too if you're that interested. Um, probably not, because a lot of people don't, you know, they don't think of it. But um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is also pretty impressive for the Wii U. Like, just as Xenoblade Chronicles was impressive for the Wii. Like, I, lo- I love it, and uh, when it, this theme was something that invoked a lot of, like, drive to kill, thi- kill things that were beyond my skill level. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, hype music, I want to I wanna go and do this, and, you know, if it's playing in the background now, you probably you probably understand why to a smaller degree. Um, but the first time you hear the theme... Uh, you get introduced to Tyrant Monsters and you have to take one down and you know it's its own little magical moment and I yeah just coming just coming across a monster then I'm just like am I going to be able to defeat that and then you try your hardest it's that thing it's the it's the kind of thing that drives you to push and you know make your best effort in trying to take that monster down because if you can you know you might reap good rewards um second close on the standard monster theme which is black tar I guess but it's not as much theme as it is just sick little rap beats <laughs> it's 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 good but um sick little rap beats uh, you gotta hear first if you ever hear anybody talk about Xenoblade tra- soundtracks again you're gonna hear about Xenoblade Chronicles more than anything because Xenoblade Chronicles is an impressive game mm. well, you just showed me before and I was like oh this is I really didn't expect this type of music from this game I didn't yeah. think it would have like songs with lyrics and that is awesome it's really catchy yeah it's really good and it like when you see it used in the particular context that it's used as well you're like well shit this <laughs> this drives me to do this drives me to do the best I can and mm, yeah. take down this monstrous looking enemy with my mech or on foot or you know <laughs> Whatever, my, my wooden sword whatever mode of transportation you're taking at the time and jet ski <laughs> and some of the monsters in that game are massive like they're huge and it's not something I'd ever expect out of the Wii U like this big this big seamless world and then we eventually got Zelda and it proved to be wrong I was just like well cool but um, again <laughs> the team that worked behind Xenoblade uh, Chronicles X's map was uh, Monolith Soft which also worked on Breath of the Wild's map yeah yeah so it just shows you that Monolith have the capacity to work with whatever hardware they're given and just create an awesome world and they did it with two and now three three games with you know obviously helping with Breath of the Wild um, they've shown that they can make a big seamless map and make everything like a treasure and it's really cool um and they're pretty good with music too to be honest they have a good way of invoking emotion and stuff like that mm. which is perfect and it's probably why it's one of my favourite soundtracks um, are you uh, very excited for Chronicles 2? I'm this very excited for Chronicles 2 yep yeah I'm very excited for it I I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't generally say it's like it's it's the story that always captures me uh, of yep. these games because X X was lacking of one like there was obviously story elements in it, but not not as heavy. Uh, yep. Chronicles had a story, and it was good, but very long. And uh, this one's also going to be very story based, and I hope maybe 
maybe they work on that aspect a little bit for me because I feel like it needs needs to be shortened down to a particular length in comparison to the first. But if it's not, let's just hope it's a good story. Mm. I'm sure it'll have amazing music in it. I'll probably jump in there, to be honest. Well... While it's relevant, and I can jump in. <laughs> jump in while it's relevant. <laughs> I still think you should go back and play them. No, well, I might. You have to. They're good games. I'll get the Wii U out and I'll sob while I'm playing it. <laughs> oh, I think you'd enjoy X. X is fun. Mm. Like even if you, even if you don't go back to um, Xenoblade Chronicles, because yes, it does feel really outdated now, and I'll admit to that. Like. X is just an amazing piece of landmark to explore and it makes you go wow this was on the Wii U sort of thing like yeah. and then you know you look at Breath of the Wild and you're just like well shows shows what Monolith Sod is uh, mon- <laughs> Monolith Soft <laughs> is good at Monosods Monosods <laughs> Monosods I love you Monosods um, uh, it just shows you what they're good at and I really I really hope they continue to make games like that because you know, even if it takes them a couple of years to release one or something like that, they're just they're absolute marvels. Mm. They're, they're really good worlds. And yeah, just listening to you talk about uh, about this game just makes me like excited for the second one. I'm I'm really passionate about it. Yeah. I'll admit to it. Like it is when when people talked about it originally saying, "Oh, it's a good game" and stuff like that. You know, you don't you think, "Oh yeah, you know, I'll give it a go," sort of thing. Um, and Xenoblade was one of those things that falls under the. Uh, doesn't really get a lot of attention in the West crowd. Yes. But it is goddamn a reason you should <laughs> buy the Wii. Absolutely. Um, for Wii Sports and uh, Carnival Games for the Wii. That's, <laughs> that's a, that just reminded me, I just want to go over this. On Biosphere and Cell, whenever you, I'm, I'm always looking for Wii games, DS games, 3DS games, you know, just whatever, right? And it's always selling a Wii, 200 bucks, and it's just Wii Fit and all this shit with it. It pisses me off so much. Yeah. Please continue. Because <laughs> you want to see quality Wii games, yeah, but they, they hardly come out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just people say, what are you doing? You didn't even have, you didn't have Brawl, you didn't have Mario Galaxy, you didn't have Zelda. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah, please continue, bro. Please continue. Please continue, my son. <laughs> I think I was pretty much in the end of it anyway. Um, my, my, my spiel about Xenoblade is always the same thing, and you're probably going to hear it multiple time on, times on this show under different circumstances but oh god i'm sure they're looking forward to that yep well <laughs> i um i think it, i think it's worthy of praise and uh, if you haven't given it a go please don't play the 3ds version in fact xenoblade chronicles have you tried it i haven't no but i've heard it's a mess okay if, if you're gonna play it god by all means you but know, that's the most convenient way to play it you can get it on virtual console right on yeah, Wii U? Yeah. Yeah, play it on Wii U. I mean, convenient as and put it in your pocket and you can grind it out. And... Oh, yeah, but it's... it's I don't know, it's not the same. It's impressive that it fits on that kind of tech. Mm, mm. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> I think <laughs> they just got it going, but yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, by the bare minimum. And that's the so, problem you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, that's why you should play it on the Wii U on the virtual console. I think it's maybe $27, maybe. 27 bucks, yeah. But uh, $27 is a worthy purchase. Yeah, like for a hundred hour game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Um, incredible. And then if you can find decks, because God knows that never shows up anywhere. Mm. Um, There's a fair few EB games in, uh, in the mount at the moment. Is there? Yeah, just because everyone's trying to get in, they must have traded it in to get their switches and stuff. Oh, but as soon as they sell out, yeah, yeah, it, you gone. won't find it anymore. No, <laughs> That's a shame. I'm, I'm glad I held on to my copy. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good game. It's gonna be one of those games that's gonna be hard to get. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Do you have any Zelda games 
in your collection? I do, but mine's do? uh, mine's pretty obvious, I think. Yeah, it's obvious so, to me. Well, your turn first. I it did is my, my turn. I, I did my Mario one first, so it's your turn. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, mine is Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess and the Hyrule Field theme from that game. I found myself going to Hyrule Field and just hanging out there just to listen to the music. It was your first real Zelda, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. And I love I loved that theme. Yeah. And yep. I downloaded it and I listened to it on my bloody little tiny iPod back in 2007 or 8 or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> All those years ago and now. I listened to it there. I, that, is, that game, like, even though it wasn't orchestrated like Mario Galaxy, it still had a really nice soundtrack. <laughs> I um, Twilight Princess is a one of my favourite Zelda games. I think because of the tone it has. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, a lot of a lot of people praise Majora's Mask for its creepy undertones and its side quests and stuff like that. But yeah, which it does very well. Which it does very well. I will admit to that. But um, Twilight Princess offers something that Majora's Mask does not, and that's unlimited time to do these things without no stress. Yeah, and that's what and Twilight Princess being as Twilight Princess is does that really well. Yeah. I feel. Um, so remember the the uh, the desert dungeon, and I took my way over to your place. Oh, but it's grounds. Yeah, when, when oh we were when we were young, and you fell asleep, and I I just kept I took you, me it took me like most of the night to do this dungeon when I was a kid. You wanted to go through that. <laughs> yep, and like I remember versing the boss and you woke up you're like what <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just th- that that one stands out so much to me just how creepy that dungeon was mm-hmm. yep oh my god yeah it's definitely that was the last dungeon I did last time I played the game in the HD version in the HD mm-hmm. version I bought the HD version I'm like I'm gonna wanna play it one day I never even put it in you will I'll you play will. it I was like I'll play it one day I'll buy it get the wolf amiibo open Slap it on my gamepad and get some shit out of it. <laughs> you would def- you would definitely play it one day. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, it, it is definitely one of the top ways to play the game. And- oh, what if I port, like, all these games to Switch? It'd be so like, good, oh. but, you know, they're not going to port all of them. <laughs> just, just do all of them. They, I remember... I don't want to buy them all, but shit. Speaking of ports, the only one I can actually recognise that uh, they said was a possibility was... Um, the director of Xenoblade like the Xenoblade series said uh, we'll think about porting X to the Switch and I was like perfect do it um, because it's one of those things I'd absolutely love on it but um, I I would really love to see these things on uh, Switch but I have a, I have a, I have a really sinking feeling that uh, Twilight Princess HD was their last attempt at a quick cash pull from the Wii U oh yeah yeah you know? Well, they got an, they got an Australian team to port it. Really? Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. I can't tell you which one it was, but they yeah, they got an Australian port house to go and port it over. So, wow, this wasn't an internal decision. This was just oh yeah, we'll do this because we've got nothing else. Yep. Because this was early 2016, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So that that year was shocking <laughs> to mm-hmm. be a Nintendo fan. It was, and that's why I uh, that's why 2016 I didn't enjoy it that much because it just wasn't that. Big no. Nintendo game. Yeah. I think it was Star too Fox. Bu- I'm too busy working on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too busy working on the Switch. Um, so they didn't really put much effort and time into the Wii U, which kind of felt like a sinking feeling, especially since we didn't get news about the Switch until the end of the year. Yeah. That was that was a big thing. It's like they just shut up their doors and 
<laughs> walked away. Yeah. But we had we had stuff like Twilight Princess to tide us over if you were going to play it, sort of thing. Yeah, unless you just wanted to buy it and not play it. <laughs> like, I'm sure, Nintendo doesn't give a shit <laughs> no, as long as they got money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I'm sure that I'm sure that they um, want people to enjoy their games no matter what. But, <laughs> you know. Um, Miyamoto's crying. I didn't actually. Miyamoto, yeah, he's just like crying his tears with that with that like half smile still on his face <laughs> <laughs> that he's always got going. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Twilight Princess is definitely. One I really want to just put the Legend of Zelda theme on there, but I felt like I was cheating just doing the theme song. Yeah. It's such a good theme song. It's such an epic theme song. Makes you feel like going on a quest. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely does. Yeah, just like the like the startup sound in Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, with like Gengar and um, what's his face versus each other. All of those games, dude. They, you yeah. know, they always give you a sense of something. You're like, damn, I want to go on this awesome adventure. Or, you know, Super Mario Bros. You're like, hey, I'm gonna go jump and hit some hit some blocks and squash some Goombas. I want some monsters in my balls. <laughs> I want some pocket monsters in me balls. <laughs> Alright, oh. so yours is going to be obviously Ocarina of Time. Actually, no, it's not. Oh! Oh! Shit, son! You got duped! <laughs> I don't even know you. You just got duped! Alright, so what is it? So, um... Duped. This one... This one I love lately because I've become more, uh... Flamboyant. Sensitive to very somber music. Oh. I like I like just a very easy soundtrack, and that would be Breath of the Wild. Mm. So even just like getting those little tones when you're like riding your horse or yes. you know traveling through a village or something like that to the intensity of like getting like this talus music out of nowhere when you you don't know there's a talus around but it just pops up behind you and you're like where's this talus and then it hits you in the back of the head with a rock you know it's got a very varied soundtrack and uh, there's some really nice soft music throughout the game that I absolutely love to chill to nowadays it's like you don't notice it but it's just there and it creates the atmosphere within the world absolutely as someone who got like the special edition with the, the sound with a soundtrack CD. Yep. Um, I put it in the car and I'm just like listening to it. I'm like, to be honest, this is like a really boring soundtrack to listen through. Yeah. Without the playing, without actually being in the world playing the game. But in the game, it's like phenomenal. Just how it does it. I don't find it too bad if I'm just like, I need a break <laughs> and I'm, I need to lay back. Yep, yep. And I'll sit there and I'll just listen to it. It has like a nice calming song tone in some of the tracks that I absolutely love. And that has some nice little nice little themes like the Talos theme to throw it up or yep. the High Knots theme Talos <laughs> theme is one of my favourite Zelda boss themes because it, it's remixed so easily into some really cool stuff yeah yeah um, yeah like we've played on the show a remix for that yeah yep awesome. like Chimes Talos remix yes. was the one we played I had that crank in the car like, oh my god so good, so good. Yeah. <laughs> as someone like I, as someone who went to go pick up Skyward Sword the day it came out and you get the soundtrack with that game as well and uh, Dan and I put it into the car we're actually cranking it like on the way home this is like the first orchestrated huge impressive Zelda theme song yep then um yeah put, put this one in it so I'm literally just like crickets chirping <laughs> like literally crickets chirping I'm like like uh, maybe it does it's not what I want to listen to outside the game but it does exactly what it needs to do inside the game oh it does and there's so many hidden easter eggs in that music yeah, like it's reversed and all that. Yeah, like in in the reversal or the speed up of the music, it's got old old Zelda themes hidden in there, mm. and just like it's 
I don't know. It, it's it's an absolutely awesome soundtrack for something that you just want to chill uh, and listen to. That music in the uh, trailer at the Switch um, sort oh, of I love re- that reveal music of it. So much. Is that in the game? I do not think it is in the game. Because that, that music in that trailer made me feel things I've never felt before. <laughs> I know. I've never been so excited. It and stirred emotions. It sti- <laughs> like, I was, sort of, I was sort of crying and smiling. I don't know what I was feeling. I think... It was crazy. I think a sense of just like, oh my god, we finally have a new Zelda that's probably not going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Skyward Sword wasn't shit. Oh, I can't... I can't bring myself to play it again. I have my occasional times where I'm just like, hey, I should play through Skyward Sword again. Then I remember all the bad times. Don't I get had. me wrong. If a remake comes out, but now I'm good. Yeah, absolutely. Don't get me wrong, but... I it, had my it wasn't de- shit. No, I had my... T- well, okay. My definition of a shit game is something that I don't want to go back and play again. Okay. Yeah. Even even, <laughs> even if I finish it and whatever, if I feel like I never want to play it again, I w- that, that, that to me is like, well, obviously I didn't enjoy it. So that to me is... Had awesome music, had an awesome story. Had an awesome music, had it, great backlore story. You know what the best thing about that game was? What? Swimming, collecting notes, and having the shake the Wiimote to do a dash, which you have to do to beat the time to in order to progress in the story. But when you shake the Wiimote, it obviously makes the character go in a different direction. <laughs> See, I get the whole idea of the freaking game being about controlling the sword, <laughs> but why do you... Why does... Why does the thing... Like, you're holding the sword. Why does it become the character when you go into fucking water? <laughs> like, who, who thought that was a good idea? Here we go. Here comes the salt. <laughs> me, me, like, I, I was fuming at that bit. I kept on failing just collecting these music notes because you got to shake it to go faster. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, it's these little things you think of that come back from Skyward Sword that make you go, well... Then, like, yeah. like, like, just as like you beat a boss and he's just, he's falling over and dying, and and you're just thinking, oh god, the next bit's a trial. <laughs> the next bit's a fucking trial. I do not want to do a trial again. <laughs> there's like two desert areas. Yep. Like I'm not saying the game shit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, when you like the thing is, is Skyward Sword has an amazing soundtrack. Mm, you know. Uh, it has again great back lore that relates to a lot of the Zelda and that's series. what pulled that's what pulled us through. That, that is what pulled us through. A lot of people who don't who didn't really give a shit that wasn't enough and they just never finished it. If you removed that back lore and that really nice soundtrack, you wouldn't have a lot left. Yeah. Not not to stick around and keep playing. Yeah. Uh. Makes, <laughs> it makes you think, doesn't it? How much of a difference that a good a good soundtrack makes. Absolutely. It does. It really does. Especially in that CD, it was the 25th anniversary of Zelda, so they're basically reorchestrating everything. Yeah. Yep. And then it was... Yeah. yeah. Actually, if you're into Nintendo music, there's a... For a lot of fr- Nintendo franchises, there's a, there's a... There's sites called, like, Pokemon Reorchestrated or Zelda Reorchestrated, and they do, like, um, heaps of albums, like, to do... Like, every, every game gets its own album. Yep. So if you're interested in, like, all that stuff, go and give them a look. Yeah, absolutely. I used to listen to that like that type of stuff all the time. Reorchestrated mm-hmm. old music. Yeah, I listened to them on occasion as well. Mainly because you introduced me to them and I was like, eh, this is cool. Mm. 
Yeah, I like orchestrated music. It's good stuff. You can fill up your whole iPhone with that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. I wonder if they got Spotify these days. I have to look into it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna uh, do a non-Nintendo game. Well, whoa, whoa, hey. It kind of is. No, I'm, I'm skipping down here. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, into the end. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to talk about Gravity Rush 2 because this is this is a game. It's a PlayStation game. I know. Just bad Drew, right? Uh, Gravity Rush 1 on the PS Vita was like one of my favorite games and, it's, and that's what brought me into like the PlayStation ecosystem, if, if you want to call it that. Yep. And Gravity Rush 2 was basically the sequel I always wanted. You know, on the PS4, a lot better, a lot prettier, etc., etc. And these games have a really unique soundtrack. It's like a, a sort of upbeat jazz vibe, which a lot of games they don't really go for the jazzy vibe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> um, really just wanted to talk about. I it, just really didn't wanted you? to talk about it. I just really wanted to put in any man. <laughs> you skipped over another Nintendo option to go for the Gravity Rush. I did. That was a Capcom one, but. Well, I mean, yeah, Capcom, but it's still yeah. on a Nintendo console. That's why I was like, huh, no, that's still on a Nintendo console. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, well, hey, hey, I, the problem with me is I can't say much about Gravity Rush. Mm. Um, I, we started actually playing Gravity Rush for our channel, oh, uh, our right. YouTube channel a while ago. Unfortunately, that footage never got uploaded. Did not? Um, no, it didn't. Oh, damn. Unfortunately. I played I played a good hour of it. I enjoyed Gravity Rush, but unfortunately, at the time of speaking, my PlayStation is probably no good to me right now. <laughs> yeah, you can pat your PlayStation all you want, buddy. <laughs> Mine's betrayed me. <laughs> anyway. It's got a good shot of life, son. Well, you went and bought a, you went and bought a new one. Yeah. How's that showing yours? I still use it. <laughs> Netflix box out there. <laughs> Netflix box. That's a lot of love. Anyway, um, no, I just I love this game because it oozes style. Well, it does from its from its like graphical presentation to its soundtrack to its story to its characters. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, like I haven't really heard like an upbeat jazz thing. So. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of people talking about Gravity Rush either for the, you know. The title it is. So I suppose if you want to give it recognition, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to knock you back on that one because there are, I I do see the charm in Gravity Rush. I really do. I'm um, never going to see Gravity Rush three. So Aww. I'm never going to say it. It sold poor. Did it? Yeah, it didn't sell very well. No, oh, that sucks because I heard a lot of people that did play it like loved it. Mm-hmm. Again, it's pro- that's that's the problem with freaking uh, bungeeing off the Vita. Beta. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, move on to yours. I'll, I'll still do my other Nintendo. Okay. Will you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Time. okay, no problem. Dude, podcast for three hours if we wanted. <laughs> Not that we wanted. I can't believe we managed to talk about soundtracks for 55 minutes already. Yeah, nice one. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so um, my last one on my list. My last one on my list uh, is. Hmm. A game that not a lot of people would have played. Maybe, maybe a lot of people that own the Nintendo 64 and were lucky enough to snag a copy, but because you can't emulate this game or anything like that, because mm. you you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have seen it much around the place. It's not it's not something you can pick up on an emulator and play out of. You actually have to own a copy of this game to get decency out of it. At least I think that's still the case. I don't I I'm not sure if that's changed in the last like maybe two years, but 
it definitely definitely wasn't a couple years ago that you could emulate this. Um, Yoshi's Story. Yeah, Yoshi's Story was such a cheery little game. It had some <laughs> really weird music in it, but it was great. Yeah. Um, it was all centric around one tone, which is da 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 da. <laughs> and it was all centric what? around that one tone. It was in there in every single track um, for the actual thing. Um, I'm going to pick the sewer level theme. <laughs> which is like this grungy little um, beaty type of uh, lyrical soundtrack that gets stuck in my head. I will have to show you later to understand what you're talking about. I'm more than sure you've heard it before. Um, but uh, it's probably probably not one of the more noticeable tracks in the soundtrack, but it's the one that definitely gets stuck in my head. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love the level. The level was a lot of fun. Um, Yoshi's, Yoshi's Story is one of my favourite uh, 64 games. I never owned it, though. Um, because there was... N- Nice little secrets in every level and stuff like that. It holds a real, real close candle to Yoshi's Island, and that's that's a really difficult thing to say. Yeah. Um, because uh, you know, f- for something that not a lot of people complain nowadays, you know, it's just like, well, whew. if it holds a candle to Yoshi's Island, considering how many sequels Yoshi's Island got, and like ports of Yoshi's Island there are, and this one hasn't got a single port, then what makes it so special? Well. I don't know. There was a, there was a lot of stuff you could discover in Yoshi's story, like the the chance to unlock the black the black Yoshi and the white Yoshi and stuff like that. If you knew what you were doing, and just collecting collecting a full border of fruit in every level, and <laughs> you know it was, it was nice. The bosses were good too, and just overall there was there was a lot of charm to Yoshi's story, and one of it was the soundtrack. Yeah, I sort of they went back to that that sort of sounding soundtrack for Wii World, didn't they? Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. It's a really light, fluffy soundtrack. Um, yeah. But it is all centralised along that one um, one little tone. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. It's in every single one, whether the tone, whether the sound, like the, the track is grungy, or whether it's light and fluffy, or whether it's like... <laughs> light and fluffy. Well, it's the best way to, dis- it's the best way to describe it. Yoshi's, Yoshi's Story has a really good soundtrack. Um... And if you didn't get the chance to play it, I hope you do one day. Um, anybody that's listening, to be honest, because it's definitely um, one of my favourite Yoshi games ever. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's it's the one one of the ones that um, captured my <laughs> captured my interest and love for Yoshi as a character. Had like the um, like the patchwork backgrounds and stuff like that. You know, the nice stuff that you get from Wally World. Yeah. Uh, but um, it was from an older time, so it has its own, you know, its its own sort of niche. That's kind of what Woolly World has become nowadays. It's basically the Yoshi's Story sequel. Yeah, it's more of like a more realistic yeah. looking one. Yeah. But I don't know. You you can't really capture it. I feel it's it's not it's not the one hundred percent same thing. I treat Yoshi's Woolly World uh, Yoshi's Woolly World as its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll find the track for Drew and he can play it behind this one, and you can you can listen to it. Um, I don't know whether I'll pick the grungy theme or whether I'll pick something nice and light. You'll, you'll hear what you hear. You'll hear what you yep. hear. <laughs> All right, so we'll finish off with my last one, which is from the Mega Man series, Mega Man Two to be 
particular. Uh, it's Dr. Wily's Castle. I'm sure anybody who probably picked who would pick a Mega Man song would almost pick this song. Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably the most iconic. If you're a hardcore Mega Man fan, you might say or something else. Mega Man standing on top of a building with no that's another song where I've just listened to countless remixes. Especially after the uh, reveal trailer for Mega Man in Smash Bros. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, it's it's probably the one thing that caught your eye there. You were just like, the music is so good. I think you got me before then, but... No, yeah, but like... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't know, um... Mega Man soundtracks are always really good. Yeah. And, uh... A lot of a lot of things have taken influence from it too. You know, uh, it's pretty much what was dubbed like a Metroidvania type deal. Uh, it's jump and shoot, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> jump and shoot title. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, the level design was awesome. And, like just, just the soundtrack. The soundtrack it is it is like really that perfect eight bit feel. It is. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a lot of its own like vibe to it in a way. It's amazing what they, that he was able to do with the the sound card of the NES, really. Yeah, like like how robust those songs are. Yeah, oh, yeah, and a lot of them are catchy. Yeah, so so catchy. You stick in your head. Yeah. Similar to Mario, where it's like he made one of the most iconic sounding like songs just out of that limited amount of yeah, memory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy stuff. To think that, like, uh, when Sega made Sonic games and stuff, they wasted, like, a like a massive chunk of the cartridge just having that Sega bit tone in it. Yeah. Sega! <laughs> Worth it. Well, apparently, but you could have a soundtrack like that. I'm not saying the Sonic soundtracks are bad or, bad or anything, but... No, Sonic soundtracks are very good. They are very good. They are the one good. in Sonic Mania, like the coming up in next Tuesday, sounds awesome. Yep. Have you heard any music from it? Nope. Eventually. That could be on like this list if we um, just, like a couple of months down the track. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, the other thing is whether I'll pick up Sonic Mania. It's cheap. Sony, uh, twenty-six bucks. I know that's cheap, cheap, but twenty-six bucks. It has a physical release. Yeah, apparently. I don't know how much the physical release is. It comes with a statue and stuff. So. Uh, yeah. Well, that'll do it. Be a bit more. I mean, if it's twenty-six bucks, I might buy it. Yeah. I reckon I'll pick it up. So that's Tuesday this week, and there's lots of stuff coming out in the eShop. But yeah, yes. Talk about that a bit next week, I think. All the eShop games coming out. Yeah, absolutely. Anything much more you're going to say on Mega Man, though? Um, no, not really. Not really. Um, I definitely, I definitely need to play more Mega Man before I can make a complete judgment on uh, the soundtrack 100%. But all that I've heard of the soundtrack is um, pretty good. Um, I think I've only been about halfway through Mega Man 2. Uh, because Mega Man's one of those things I like pick up, I get frustrated, I'll put down, then I forget to pick it back up again. Yeah, it's definitely one of those games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things. Um, much like how you could play, I want to be the guy a thousand times straight, and the, the only thing you want to do by the by the time you've gotten like through the first screen of that level is to put your fist through the screen. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the guy. That's that's just what it is, mm. my friend. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Got any plugs, Bryce? Plugs. Plugs. Right. Plugaroo. So I guess you're not telling people we end ending the show here. Well, that pretty much is. We haven't ended it yet. We're doing the plugs. <laughs> Plug away, you bastard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. 
you can find me at Twitter handle at Bryce DeWitt. Uh, and I've started streaming more often on Twitch. Uh, my Elgato showed up. And I'd love to stream a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh, is that right, son? Is that right, son? <laughs> you like to stream a bunch of stuff? I like to stream a bunch of stuff. Oh, that's nice. What do you stream? I've been playing Splatoon. I've been playing Zelda. Uh, I mean to go back to some titles on the Wii U that I really need to revisit. I'm just going to stream them if people oh, want to. What games are those, Bryce? catch them. What? Stuff like Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Xenoblade Chronicles mm-hmm. X. and Yep. Yeah, some that's nice some, stuff that I That is finished. some nice stuff. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me at Twitter at iDream. Where are your bump plugs? <laughs> Pardon me, sir. <laughs> you can f- yep, at Twitter at iDruby and Twitch at iDruby. And uh, yeah, I stream a bunch of stuff a as well. A bunch of stuff as well. I like to stream a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Good. As Good. my friend Bryce DeWitt would say. <laughs> Good kick you. I stream some Mario Kart and some Splatoon. And, yeah, I'll shut up. Alright, <laughs> nice right, thanks for listening this week, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I know it was a bit of a shamble. Uh, a bit of a shamble. No, I think I think it was a pretty good episode, to be honest. Yeah, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll listen back. We'll make that judgment. All right. <laughs> all right, mate. All right. As always, we finished the episode with a segment called Nintendo Jukebox, where we put some cool Nintendo tunes in your ears. And since there's all soundtracks this week, I wanted to actually put like a proper song into your ears. Not a proper oh. song, but you know, with lyrics and shit. You know what I'm saying, Bryce? With lyrics and shit. And shit. No, I don't want shit in your ears. Jesus you already had us in your ears I don't want any more shit in your ears anyway uh, it's by DA Games or would you would you call it DAG Games or DA Games no DA it's capitalised yeah it is yeah, that's right I don't want to ins- I don't want to insult the man you know <laughs> he's over at YouTube and he's uh, done a song for Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and I can't find it shit where is it Bryce I don't know you tell me oh, I thought it would be right here but it's not Anyway, it's a song about the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and it's really cool. It's like a metal music. And uh, the link for this video will be in the description for this podcast. So please go over, give him a view, give him a like, give him all that stuff. He does some entertaining Les Plays where he goes over the top and crazy if you're into that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He does other music videos for other games. He's quite a talented musician. So go and have a look. Awesome. Yeah. I'll have to check him out. You will. Bryce, thank you very (laughs) much for being on the show. Thanks, thanks for having me for the twelfth time. <laughs> That's right, mate. As as we're old enough to drink now, let's go and have a vodka after this. Vodka and a bit of put some cordial in it. Oh God, yes, classy drinking. What do you reckon? Just like three quarters, three quarters vodka, one cordial. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, that's a strong drink, but I'll take it. That is, let's do it. All right, see you next week, guys. See you, guys. Bye, 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 bye. Kind of day, 100 years you lay. A calamity has since drowned the land with a lemon from the dark. This myth has been foretold.
Of this land, how cow divide in mind. These beasts need to be tamed. Grab the key now, carve your name in the forest far away. Your weapon lays and waits. The sea calls to you, but the guardians are sounding the Disappear. You took the breath. 